Hi, hello. My name is Maris and welcome to Critical Root Zone, where we get to the root of sustainability, going below the surface to rebuild trust, making sure that we hear all voices on our journey to a climate positive planet. And we are back with my good friend, Frederick Coffin, and we're talking about hemp. We're in the cannabis series and we uh, we got, I mean, let's just jump right back into it, shall we? Sure. Because um, we were talking about your personal connection. This is what I live and breathe. With hemp. For and almost 10 years now. That's the crazy thing about it. For almost 10 years. Yeah. yeah I know where you're going. Go ahead. <laughs> take me there. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I want, I mean, that's really what I want to hear. So yeah. you take me there. Fred okay. Trick. So, yes. Uh, 2023 will literally be 10 years. And it's hard to believe went by that fast so 2012 is really my story starts before 2012 but I didn't know it was going to lead me to cannabis all right so I would say 2007 or even before that my mom was dealing with some problems going to different doctors uh, we get to one specialist they prescribed this pill changed the milligrams six months later and no, we don't have it solved. We're transferring her to another specialist. And I use air quotes, specialist. Because by 2012, mom was a vegetable, basically. Mm. Memory loss. And then we were told, oh, we figured it out. She uh, has dementia. And at the time, it wasn't really, even if you looked up, Alzheimer's, they didn't, it wasn't really a lot about there about dementia. Right. Like the Alzheimer's uh, Association since is doing a great job and in, mm-hmm. being inclusive about the issue of dementia. But no, we were literally given mom with this diagnosis and had no clue what to do. And walked away from that really. I mean, no, the family, honestly, we were, had a join the side towards the medical industry when it came to this specific thing. And so that's when I personally just started looking for other holistic alternatives. Uh, Fast forward 2013, September, I will always remember this as well. Uh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN, did the first Weed One episode, had the Stanley Brothers on there talking about this new cannabis strain. And Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, cannabis strain? What? What? Like, and at the end of the episode, I'm sitting there with all of this overload of information and I spoke something into the universe that took effect I just said Lord how can I be a part of that Mm. and started connecting researching when you googled you didn't find anything so literally through social media you started to kind of connect with people and then fast forward uh 2016, I was made aware of the what was then Tennessee Hemp Industry Association, which has been rebranded, as I mentioned, to the Hemp Alliance. But I started just coming in. And when I say coming in, one, I'm looking for a cure for mom or at least say something to help aid mom. Yeah. Um, that was clueless of even the business side of it. Just I'm trying to find product because you could not find product on this shelf back then and so I volunteered and when I say volunteered when we would uh, be meeting up at the legislative plaza you know advocating for certain bills to be passed 
I would be the guy in the room literally that, you know, it's mostly farmers, right? And I come from a technical background, mm-hmm. so I know how to work things. And literally, I will do the presentation. I will be up there just clicking the button <laughs> or, or setting it up or moving chairs. I mean, literally, I started at the bottom of mm. this in 2016. Then fast forward, I got tapped on the shoulders uh, early 2019 when one of the board directors said, Frederick, you ever thought about being on the board? And it was like, um, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what I'm doing. No, I have not. And But then I was elected to the board. Then fast forward two months after that, the, the uh, president, the preceding president, Joker Patrick, was standing, stepping down and called me one day and said, hey, I think you need to run mm. with your background and your passion. Key word there, passion, right? Yeah. Uh, I think we need you to take us to the next level. And I, he said, I'll give you 24 hours. Because I said, I got I, I to gotta pray on this. Because I, I am really, uh, as I've gotten older, I'm more mindful and intentional about everything that I do. And if it's not God's will for me, I'm not doing it. I don't care what earthly pressures come my way. Mm-hmm. And so literally I had to go in. But then how... It, the universe spoke back to me was like, I opened this door because I'm using you for something bigger. And so, yeah, I put my name in the hat and lo and behold, everybody else went with it too. So, Yourhat.org. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> Putting the plug, baby. Yeah. Y-O-U-R-H-A-T.org. With mom. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I wish we would have gotten mom a solution earlier. I have to give a Shout out to Lab Canna, you know, the first product that mm-hmm. I gave her. Mm-hmm. Was there Tennessee CBD, Tennessee CBD. CBD? Yeah, like literally. And, you know, I even have to say, you know, one thing about shopping local and then even coming in and getting involved is you get to know the leaders because yes. that was the benefit. I showed up where yeah. the people were doing business. And mm-hmm. then, you know, I met them at the first uh Southern Hemp Expo, shout out to Mo Morris Beagle and the Southern Hemp Expo. They will be in Nashville at the fairground August the 18th through the 20th. Come, you can see me. I'll be one of the speakers. And we're going to have everyone from Commissioner Hatcher all the way to other key banking you name it. That's August. Investor and opportunities, like the, everything. The 18th or something like that? August the 18th through the 20th. Great. This will come out right before that. Perfect. But yeah, you, so you were meeting people at Lab Canna and they were giving you stuff for your mom and she was feeling she was feeling better. Yes. Uh it stabilized her. It stabilized you know, she her, yeah. you know, there's about five different stages that one goes through with dementia. And by the time literally I got to Lab Canna, she was already at stage three. But let me tell you the effect. And it's all anecdotal, but this is real. My mom just passed away last year. Yeah. Right? And it was a blessing to have her around, but then mom was not mom. Like, mom was not my mom. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like uh, getting up and reliving death every day in a lot of ways. But to me, she would not have survived that long if it were not for the product. And here's why. My sister started volunteering for the local Alzheimer's Association and would meet families and she would share just some of the stories about their loved ones coming in stage one or two and then going through it just like, you know, because you have, what, 
four to six year expectancy of life unless okay. you're diagnosed. Mom was just like, I'm here. She, mm. she it's like yeah. it slowed her down as far as going through the remaining gates. And what we were literally using uh, in the last years was a one-to-one CBD, CBG mix. Because it seemed like the CBG would just make her pop a little bit more. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Where is this? So let's get into that. First of all, thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Because that story is, I mean, those are the stories to me that really put things into perspective. Like if this is healing for for these types of reasons, right? Right. We, it should have never been. You know, you got me banned, in my man. Like this is stuff that's that's healing people, that's making yes. their lives better. And yeah, we're gonna. Gosh, this is just like it's so moving for me. Thank you for sharing that story. But um, I'm gonna bring up uh, what you you had me look at last night. I um I have the oh not that one but this one. Oh yeah, the, the wheel, s- the cannabinoid wheel. Yeah, and so we were talking about cannabinoids and um, that they exist in the plants. Over 100 have been identified. Okay. And, and we still have so much research to do. Remember, because when it yeah, was banned, we weren't allowed you, to do research Universities on couldn't even legally research yeah. this. Yeah, right? and, and even 2014 Farm Bill, that's when you were able to research it, right? Correct. When we started researching but it. Then here's where I have to note the government would not let anybody study this plant. But if you look up patents on CBD, CBD was patented before. They also have the patent, the United States government, on THC. Interesting. Yeah. Fun fact. There fun, is. <laughs> there is one fun fact. Yes. <laughs> there's a lot of fun facts. There's a lot of fun facts. If you facts. want to really <laughs> dig into it, there's a lot. Um, but so this wheel, let's talk about this wheel. Yes. So in the center, you were telling me about it last night. Like you've got the symptoms, neurological or for mood or behavior, mm-hmm. gastro, um, intestinal pain or sleep or other. So these are like, as you can see, it's showing you which cannabinoids. And it's would- pretty much saying that, yes, if you in combination have these particular cannabinoids, this is what it can aid in, hopefully helping you with this type of problem. And, that, and and that's something like right now I feel like a lot of people are just confused about. And that's what I'm actually going to get into much more of that with uh, my lab canafam. But if we're looking at this wheel, right, it, What? how does that relate to the plant? Like because THC, CBD <laughs> so, is... Oh, great question. Great. Oh, yeah. So, and I, <laughs> I, I want to kind of uh, start at... The, the higher part of the tree, no pun intended, at the family <laughs> root of a saying that when you say marijuana, what marijuana has CBD too. So marijuana is high in THC, just naturally. They're cousins. So right, this cousin right. right here is beefed up in <laughs> THC, but has CBD because they're family, right? Okay. But then when you get to the hemp side of the cannabis sativa, well, see, uh, hemp is high in CBD. Got they it. They took got the CBD it. genetics, but then they have the THC, which I'm sure everybody has, has heard of the 0.3 THC. That's the legal limit. That, For hemp. But the plant can naturally, and due to weather conditions, et cetera, go beyond that 3%. In fact, 
Uh, one of the efforts that the U.S. Hemp Roundtable is working on right now is the 2023 Farm Bill is already being put together. Ooh. Which is another reason why you come be a part of these organizations because bills just don't happen. Like there's work done up years before to get that. And so what we're pushing for right now is to raise that three that point three percent limit up to one percent and at the farm level. Why specifically is that important? Because of growing conditions, genetics, et cetera. You're putting mm. pressure on the farmer to right. control something that is really out of his control. Sure. Right? And then there's still the legal aspects of if you come hot, become hot, they can question and say, oh, you intended to do it when farmers are just trying to make a living and send kids to school and, and yeah. pay bills and feed the family. Right. Right? And so that's why we want to give the farmers more breathing room and, you know, it still does not remove that by the time you get to the end product, it needs to be 0 0.3. But we're trying to just ease some of the pressure Give on the farmers. Give them a little farm. wiggle room. So, come on now. Let them we we would bit. not be a country without our farmers. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. Mm -hmm. Amen. Well, okay. So we've got, we're talking about cannabinoids. We've got... Um, the healing properties of hemp, we know now kind of, we'll go back to the policy. We're going to talk about that more in another episode, but we'll go back to policy. So the farm bill in 2014 was signed by Barack Obama, just to recap. And that started the cultivation of hemp. Research. Research. And you know, Tennessee was uh, really a part of that. Uh, our earliest leaders in the state that once we became commercialized, they got their experience doing that because they were in college and were... The UTs, mm. the Middle Tennessee State, the Tennessee State Universities, who were researching. And so those students yeah. became our initial experts wow. about the plant. And they had their initial relationships so because cool. they were interacting with people out west. You know, it was 13 states. It's their, like the original colonies. We had North Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky, Oregon. You know, I don't, I'm not going to go through all of them. But, yeah, it was like we were the pioneers. So then 2018 Farm Bill comes along. Trump signed that one. Mm -hmm. Thank you, uh, President Thank, Trump. Thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> period. Ex <laughs> and expand on that one. That one's for the commercialization of hemp. Yes. Uh, that's saying, hey, now we go from this uh, research to USDA. You need to stand up in states. You now have the ability to stand up a program beyond these original approved pilot states. Mm. And that's what then created the oversupply that we had because every state jumped on board because everyone was excited. Why would sure. they have been excited? You know, and, and I would say from a USDA standpoint and economic standpoint, farmers need an alternative crop. Tobacco is dying, right? Thank goodness. And with <laughs> other commodities, crops just impacted by overseas pressures, et cetera. We, our farmers need help, yeah. you know, yeah, this and is so it. this, this is could it. be that crop that one in a rotation cycle gives them extra income. You know, hemp is being looked at as a dual crop. So with a farmer who is producing fiber, there's the and you could get tri crop really. There's flour that comes is very little or minor compared to if you're growing predominantly for flour, but 
on those hemp stalks, they're a flower at the top. Okay. Then you right. can grow for seed production. Okay. To go in the grain. Right. We need the right? Seeds, yeah. And then you use the stalks that t- can go into industrial applications. Right. Like, like if you look at this room around us. Yeah. The walls. And, and every, everything. The carpet. Yeah. I mean, it's so yeah. many. This tablecloth. This, Cars. Yes. The seat. Yeah. Like so many. Like, yeah, Incredible. we could be sitting on hemp right now and taking care of farmers and the earth and everything else that we've talked about. Sustainability. I just heard this on a podcast this morning. So they were saying, we got to do it right. We got to make sure that we do it right. What does that mean? Like industrialization and capitalism can take over and can make anything good, bad, real fast because of the way they just take it and make it explode. Um, Instead of making sure that we are putting the nutrients back into the soil. Right. And like, do you, do you kind of know what I'm talking about? Uh, I I know it from, Two angles, actually. Okay. You know, there's two sides to that coin. When, Because when I hear industrialization, the first thing I think about is how we've already industrialized the farming industry where we're right. killing the small family farm. Exactly. That's the okay? route I was going. And yeah. see, but then I also see it from the standpoint of, because I heard two pieces in there. One, it's about people. You know, everything we talk about is people and yes. planet, right? People and I, planet. And I say you cannot heal Mother Earth if you don't heal her people. Absolutely. So when we talk about the devastation of a small family farm, but then when we talk commercialization, industrialized entities that come in, they don't take care of the planet either because, you know, if we, say, focus on... Or, or don't focus on sustainable regenerative farming, regenerative composting. Farming, yes. You know what I'm saying? Google and, that, everyone. <laughs> and industrial <laughs> entities don't think that way because they're trying to get mass production as quick as cheap right, as possible. Right. No, this is right. a regenerative culture. Yeah. We need to do yeah. it together. We need to teach our children. We need to get dirty. <laughs> yes. And so, yeah, you know, I think there's two sides to that. Man, yeah, and that's just something to think about because that's a whole other conversation, truly. Um, this has been fantastic. Mm. This has been great. Uh, we're kind of coming to an end for for this for this hey, episode. I would just say um, support the yourhat.org. Yeah. Um, if you're out in the city, Verge Agritech, um, you know, we're focused now on product development and brand creation. So we have... Uh, Products out there in this uh, Nashville and beyond. Radical Labs is what's been out there since 2020. It's I get to work with you this weekend. <laughs> exactly, you're gonna be hanging out at the pickleball yeah, contest. Yeah, yeah, well, this is gonna uh, yeah. be after the pickleball. But so. hey, you but know we're gonna party it, this weekend. If you saw us, we we'll appreciate you coming by. Yeah. And then uh, we just launched a new CBD brand. Finally, getting into that part of the. Uh, mark the branding, marketing, mm-hmm. whole world. Uh, whole salute uh, s a l u t a e dot com. We'll put uh, that in the notes. Yeah. Too. So um, just keeping and yeah, I got five jobs literally. Because we're hustlers. <laughs> I and <laughs> we're out here saving the world, people. I call her Superwoman, and you know when we met, and this is in closing. You know, I um, said we're like uh, Wonder Twins. Powers activate. Yeah, powers activate. Bam. Earth, wind, fire. Yes. <laughs> Cannabis. E- Eagle. 
Man, <laughs> this has been a pleasure. Thank you again for you know, everything. I love you, man. Yeah, this isn't over. We're going to yeah, probably do this again. Like, literally. I, I have uh, <laughs> no doubt that we're going to do this again. But um, again, putting in the plug for my guys at XPLR at Elm Hill Pike Studios. This is this is a studio that I'm using, and they're fantastic. They can consult with you and um, come out with you in different events and stream and all these different things. So make sure uh, to email me at criticalrootzone at gmail.com if you have any questions about that or about me, about Frederick. I'd love to get you in touch with him. Um, I don't know if you want to give out an email, but I can. I could be the middleman for you if you want. Yeah, contact Mary. I'll be the middleman. And she got um, me. <laughs> and if you have a personal story, I mean, please share it because your voice definitely matters, and we want to hear what you have to say. Um, so I'm excited about the next episodes coming up uh, with Lab Canna. I'm not going to disclose everything, but there is still so much to learn, especially about the CBD and the THC part of the cannabis plant. So, um, yeah, without further ado, remember, until the next episode, to ask questions, inspire others to be better, and anything is possible when we stand united. listening to Critical Root Zone. If you'd like to reach out, email us at criticalrootzone at gmail.com. Critical Root Zone is produced in Nashville, Tennessee, copyright 2022.